Hey folks, thanks for joining me. This is Carla Zamora and I am your host for the Slide Lady Slide podcast. In this episode, I have a chat with the wonderful Alicia Kelly. She is a 20-year-old who lives on the east side of Oahu in Hawaii. We chat about all sorts of different things, uh, ranging from her youth and learning to surf with a number of injuries that she uh, experienced quite early on. We talk about her travels and some of her favorite travels, including her recent trip to the Philippines for the single and unattached event. She also talks a lot about her mom, and it's real obvious that Alicia has a great connection with her mom, and she really respects her mother, and we chat about that. We also delve into a little bit about spirituality and our relationship with God. So I hope you guys enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Please sit back and relax and enjoy the chat. How's it been going lately? It's been good. Just today's been really stormy and the waves are kind of flat right now. So just taking a rainy check. Are you guys on lockdown like most of the world? Um, Not too bad right now, but I mean, traveling definitely is a way more difficult um because of the virus of course yeah everybody's kind of in a different mode right now everything's kind of been a lot of toilet papers (laughs) (laughs) i know it's crazy what the things the things that people care about yeah (laughs) yeah i i I was i was i don't know but i I guess it's an awakening of consciousness you know Mm -hmm. um with everything going around like being more considerate on the people who mainly need it you know of course right but yeah well i thank you thanks so much for chatting with me it's been like forever for us to try finally nail this down so i'm glad we finally got together (laughs) I'm so stoked to have the opportunity to. Yeah, and so we, I want to give you an opportunity first to talk about a little bit. I don't know much about your background. I know a little bit, but I want to give you opportunity first to tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Just kind of bring us, bring us up to now. Yeah, I don't know. I was just born and raised um, in Kaneohe Bay, Oahu, Hawaii, and um, I grew up with Um, just my mother and my sister my father passed away when I was turning four years old due to a a stroke Um, but I know that he was a he was an amazing man and um, yeah I I, you know there are days where I definitely do wish like he was here you know just to have some insight on life and stuff but um, yeah I what you call I went to elementary school went to middle school and I, and I just graduated high school recently, so I am in my first year at um, Windward Community College and just taking all Hawaiian studies right now because I feel like it's important to learn the culture of where you live, you know, and just understand, like, why certain places have so much meaning and, and all that. And, um, yeah, I started surfing when I was in the fifth grade, and, um, yeah, it was it was kind of um, an interesting start because um, I ended up getting injured a lot surfing. Like one time, I almost had to get a colostomy bag. Um, oh my goodness! A fin, uh, <laughs> yeah, a fin hit um, a very sensitive body part, um, and I'd get surgery for that. And then, like a couple months after that, I I had to get stitches on my leg because I got skagged really bad, um, and then like a chunk of just flesh just like fell out. Oh my so goodness. it was 
Yeah, it was kind of a rough start, but, you know, it, I don't know why, like, something just kept, like, this fire inside me kept wanting to go surfing, and, my, of course, my mother is like, you are crazy, of course. you know, like, um, so, yeah, I've actually grown up with a full-on Oriental Korean mother, and um, my 25-year-old sister now, she has a baby, and um, she's raising her family in Texas with her husband, so it's just me and my mom right now, but, um, it's fun. It's super fun. And um, she's very supportive, loving, smart, intelligent lady. Um, and I've always wondered, like, wh- why am I so drawn to water? And, you know, as I've grown older and learned more about my father, I've learned that um, he actually loves sailing. Mm-hmm. And he always would go sailing on the weekends whenever he had free time and always take his buddies out. and Always a good time out there. And yeah, so that, that was just a really cool um, discovery about my family. And, yeah, we got some Texan blood. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really cool to find that out about your dad. And I guess it kind of sort of answered some questions, like, deep within you as far as that connection, like oh, you said. you for didn't, sure. Yeah, and know why you felt that connection with the ocean. But clearly, clearly you know why. Yeah, um, and he was a... Um... Go ahead. Yeah, and also it was like my father who, ins- you know, after high school, you know, there was a part of me where I was like, I don't want to go to college. Like, I just want to pursue surfing and that's it. But, you know, honestly, like going to school, like, I'm really glad I made that decision because like I'm able to learn about surf spots around the world that probably no other surfer could learn about, mm-hmm. you know, if they were in school. Like, it, it's it's quite really interesting and just learning just how the world works and how just like everything is connected and it's 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 really awesome you know I love it that's good I'm I'm really stoked to hear that you're not just going to school but that you're enjoying it and I think you're right I think it's smart it was a good decision to make to go to school because there's a lot there's just different kinds of information knowledge yeah yeah and so I I love hearing that you're taking Hawaiian studies so is there perhaps a particular story or something that you've brushed across recently that that has inspired you or, or is like a memorable story or something about the the history that you can share with us? Um, well, recently right now we are talking about the, um, the construction attempts on Mount Akeo with TMT. And um, honestly, I just think, this is literally a historical moment that we are in. Um, and it's it's beautiful because there's an awakening in the culture here. There's an awakening in society here. And people are learning more about, you know, why are these people protecting this mountain, you know? And it's just like this mountain is, like, home to so much genealogy. And, like, there's people, like, ancient burials up there. Like, there are ceremony, like, sacred ceremonies that happen up there. And it's... And one thing that's inspired me is just, like, if someone or something was trying to take something from you, something sacred from you, wouldn't you want to do everything you can to try and protect it? Mm-hmm. So I think that's, you know, that's definitely an emotional part of this situation. And um, definitely, yeah, like, there are huge astronomical, <laughs> sorry, um, astronomical. Astronomical. I can't say that correctly. Yes, that's the word. But um, 
Yes, but they want to find, like, huge studies with a telescope being built. And, you know, I think that's awesome. But in my perspective, I feel like what has woken me up is that we need to start studying this planet more than others. And also, like, I feel like people have forgotten just how intelligent um, Hawaiians are. Like, they are scientists, too. And, you know, it's just a debate going on in class. But it's just, it's really like insane to know that it's also a huge debate going on in the government as well. Um, Sure. And it trickles down into the schools like you are. And it's, it's great that you guys are talking about these issues. I think that that's the only way, like you said, people are awakened and they become aware of stuff that's going on, not just like, you know, big in the world around them, but right in their own, in their own homes. And yes, absolutely. Um, Tell me, I saw there was, it was probably a few months back now, but you, your, your middle name, yes, is a Korean name, Is am I correct? Yes, yes it is. Tell me a little bit about the story behind you know, that whole, you did a little, little video montage and it was sweet. What does your name mean? Oh, thank you. So when I was born, my sister actually named me Alicia, mm-hmm. um, which is which she was friends with someone in preschool and she just really <laughs> liked that name but um my mom you know if my sister didn't have that name um my mom was actually going to name me Unhe um which means grace in the bible mm-hmm. and it means um undeserved favor from god so basically that means like to give love to everyone you know to give love to people who feel like they don't deserve it or to give love to people you know, who are broken, like, just to everyone, you know? Yeah. um, Yeah, I I definitely feel like there is power to a name, Mm -hmm. um, for sure. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm glad, you know, it means grace, because, you know, I want to use that in all any situations in my work, um, in my everyday life, with my friends, with my family, um, with everything like in the way I move when I'm surfing like you know just use its purest form in Korean it's actually spelled differently but with my mom being and living here when she married my father she actually changed the spelling to be more like um, westernized and mm-hmm. more fit into um, English English wording mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so and- but I don't really use that name unless I'm with like close friends because a lot of people have a hard time pronouncing it so For i sure. just say, nah, just call me alicia you know right so yeah well that's super beautiful i really like that story and grace that's a it's one of my favorite words and something that i always have to keep in the forefront of my mind like you said to do all things it's with hard grace. because it this world is crazy mm-hmm. it is you know so it's cool that your name kind of is a constant reminder to you know you can Always remember that. And I think it's really beautiful. Um, I love how just what you were saying around it. And it made me think about where we actually got to meet, which was in the Philippines. And the Philippines, in my opinion, has a culture yeah. that's very much about love and and um, just hospitality and, and friendship and stuff. And so um, I've been curious to know, like, how was your trip? How, what, what did you think about it there? I know it was your first time there. Tell me your thoughts on the Philippines. Wow. I, I, I don't even, like, I don't even have words. I mean, I do, but it, 
it was un- it was insane it was amazing mm. like it was wonderful like if i could put any like the best words out there it would perfectly describe that trip because it was everyone like just the culture was so different and but everyone still had the pure smiles on their face mm-hmm. you know and it, that was such like it was such like it was a it was a breath of fresh air going there mm-hmm. you know Definitely. like it was like people were just so simple like everything was you know everything was sustainable down there like more is you know the united states and like just the people there were so welcoming you know like like they'd always have their arms open they're like welcome here like welcome to the philippines like please make yourself at home you know and what was amazing (laughs) is that they like you know when the contest was flat you know i was like oh i don't really know where to go and what was cool is that the event was like, yeah, let's take you guys to the waterfall. Let's take you guys to Muki Island. And I like, I, I was baffled. I didn't know there were 7,000 islands in the Philippines. Like That's right. it, it was, it was awesome. And wow. just like all the people there were just so kind. Like, I don't think there was ever a moment when I felt like anything negative at all. Like that, that trip was pure bliss. Oh, I'm so glad you enjoyed it. So just to mention to people listening, Alicia is speaking about the single and unattached event that happened, what was February? I guess it was the first week of February and it's been going on for the last eight years. And it was really cool to see you come. There's been, you know, different people that have come various years. Some people come back and some don't, but, um, like you said, they've really done a good job at, um, what she say like taking care of the guests and I'm really stoked oh, I saw sure. yeah I saw the pictures and stuff and when you guys went to Amuki and you went to the Tagandang Falls and you got to see some different parts of La Union there that are really special um oh yeah how did you think uh I, I'm not sure how you went in the event how were the waves for you you know um I came out in semis but honestly I'm, I'm really stoked on that result because I haven't competed in almost three years Mm -hmm. um and that was because I wanted to um I just felt there was just a lot of emotional discomfort with competing back um in that time and recently they invited me and um I in that time I was also like talking to my really good friends and they were encouraging me to start competing again um and I was like you know that actually may be a really fun idea So, um, and then right after that, I get an invitation from them and I'm like, no way. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, this is, this is meant to be, I'm going to do everything I can to get over there. Like, regardless what is going on right now. And, you know, I'm just, I'm really stoked to just how peacefully everything worked out, you know, um, with the flights, like I've never been to the Philippines before. I've never took in like a um, standby flight. Like it was definitely like a it was definitely a great learning experience, you know? For sure. Well, it's a bit um, of a trek, like, to fly yeah. even from Hawaii, which saves you, what, about six hours than for us in L.A., but it's still a trek. It probably was, what, like, 13 hours? No, 10 hours or something like that? I don't know. Yeah. And then you have to drive, and so it is quite yeah, a trek. Yeah, the driving was a bit, like, oof, you know? But, I mean, it was way better than an airplane. yeah. Yeah, at least you could get out every now and again. And... Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Um, what um, are you planning? So, there, you know, I know competition-wise, as far as like WSL and a lot of the events go, 
professionally, um, our, everything's kind of on hold just considering the situation that we have going on right now. But I know you want to pursue competition perhaps more. Is that something that you see in your future once, you know, everything kind of gets back going? Yes. Yes, I do. And I think, you know, right now, I think it's a good opportunity for, you know, like everyone and the competitors to just take a rest, you know, because mm -hmm. like there's so much emotions and training that, you know, your body and mind have to go through when you're competing, you know. So I feel like this, you know, this everything happens for a reason, in my opinion. And like, I feel like this is a good time for everyone to just refresh and, you know, connect with their loved ones and take care of themselves and, you know, come back even stronger, you know, for when the competitions start running again. And what are you hoping, like, if you could enter any of the events, let's say everything's going and, you know, what, what would you want, where would you want to go and compete? What would be like your dream spot? You know, I have no idea. <laughs> um, I'm actually just still trying to figure out everything with WSL right now. You know, I've like figured out you have to like pay memberships and yeah. all that stuff. It's been a while hmm. since um, I've like touched competing, like in that subject, but um no yeah I do you mind sharing why it is that you kind of had to take a hiatus or you decided to take a hiatus of why I wanted to start competing again or like why you why were you not competing for a while you know I really just felt down on myself to be honest like I felt like you know I would do somewhat decent in competing but I'd never get the results I wanted so it was honestly my own mentality and expectation that held me back mm -hmm. feeling like I wasn't good enough and all that stuff but you know like this year I feel like was a huge turning point when I when I just had to like step out of my comfort zone and be like no like you know I feel like I have talent and I want to be able to use it you know so I feel like that really set me off and it's just I know that when I'm older and I can't really move as much as anymore, then I know I'm going to look back and be like, dang, like, I wish I took that opportunity, mm. you know? So I definitely want to try and do whatever I can, you know? I want some stories that when I'm older and if I have kids, I want to share to them and mm -hmm. being able to go to some fun surf spots like I could take like in the future like way ahead in the future like my kids to those surf spots like I definitely feel like um I, I also love to travel too like mm -hmm. I feel like it's a great reason to get out of the island um and be able to go surfing like I mean that's that's pretty awesome <laughs> yeah of course where are some of the places that you've been able to kind of travel to and surf so far um, so I, the first time I went to California, um, and I did nationals up there. And then I've also went to Korea and competed in Jeju Island. How's Jeju? And then, Jeju was super cool. Unfortunately, that year, the waves are really small. Mm -hmm. So it was pretty hard to. But they have a huge, contest. they have a huge surf community out there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When So apparently when there's like cyclones that come in, that's when they get their waves. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty cool. That's great. Um, the food's great. Mm. Oh, I love, you know, mm. the Korean culture. Mm -hmm. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. And then um, I went to Australia for the Noosa Festival. And that was that was a 
that was an extremely fun time. Um, and then I think after that, I just kind of dimmed down. You know, it's also like the expenses of traveling are not fun. Yeah. Um, especially trying to balance like with school, um, trying to find time to surf because I'm I work almost three jobs at home. Um, what are you doing for so, work? So I work at the best Acaibles Shack in um, in Oahu. <laughs> what is, is the name of this? Acaibles. Yes, and it's funny because there's a Acaibles in La Union too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah we just do a cybles and we also do another blend called a monobowl and it's like a banana peanut butter blend but anyway it's super cool because um you just get to conversate with the customers and while you're making their bowl and it's pretty cool like i've met some people where like you know i've met people from all over the world um working in that shop and then um i also am a pool lifeguard um on base so i can surf some waves in there but um yeah and then I also do babysitting when um my friends need babysitters and yeah just trying to make money so I can go travel but yeah plenty busy yes and then school too but I mean I enjoy school so it's you know I enjoy my classes so I don't really feel like that's a other job that's good more something I want to learn so I was wondering if you could chat a little bit about there's a huge or not huge but it's a pretty big you know like posse of Waikiki longboarders that have kind of I don't want maybe taken over is a strong phrase but like they're really dominant in becoming dominant in the competitions and becoming dominant you know on the social media waves. <laughs> oh yeah, I agree. What I fully um, agree. what what is it like? You know, you you're you you live in in Waikiki, right? I live in Kailua on the east side. Oh, okay, you're so east side it girl. It is a bit of a drive. Yes. Okay, I got it. So, how is it like being? I mean, are you an insider? Are you an outsider? Is there? Is it kind of clicky? Is is it one big happy family that lets everybody in or? What's it like being a longboarder in Hawaii, you know, in Oahu, I should say? Um, Well, with the Waikiki crew, um, when I was, when I started surfing, you know, my mom, she would drop me off Waikiki after school and then she would go on her, her daily walk. So it was really cool. Like I, when I was young, I got to meet these young girls in the water and then immediately they just opened up to me as their family. Mm -hmm. So it was a very welcoming vibe and yeah, like they definitely, you know, they live Pono, they live, they live to be right, you know, like, and gosh, it's a trip, you know, like I remember those girls when they were literally like preteens, like (laughs) queens or something like, (laughs) and just to see them now as like women, it's, it's a trip. It's beautiful you know but it trips me out because I'm like oh my goodness like I feel so old you know like but um no it's cool I mean I don't get to see them as much as I'd love to because though those people in the group they're so sweet and you know they're they all they're so funny too you know they always crack me up whenever I'm around them Mm -hmm. um but it's like always when I see them they always like are open arms always just getting stoked like so it's true aloha yeah, for sure. Cool. Awesome. What are some things that you have planned for the future? Do you have anything 
upcoming. I mean, we're all kind of a, in a bit of a hiatus as far as travels and stuff like that. But what what have you got in the, in the works? Well, recently, um, I've actually been um, I've been planning, thinking, brainstorming of some trips that I want to go to to compete. Um, but definitely, they are like just in the air right now because of the corona Mm -hmm. but um definitely like right as of right now like I want to start training more um definitely gonna I've actually um made more time with my classes so I can start surfing more because after the Philippines contest I feel like you know after going into the competing route after such a long time it definitely like sparks the fire again mm-hmm. um to go so you know competing and trying to travel and taking any contests on this island to compete mm-hmm. has been the number one priority mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean i've def- i've gotten into modeling more as i've gotten older and yeah i mean as for that, just keeping my grades good and just continue to surf and improve my character every day and improving my surfing and yeah. I like that you want to make yourself better. I like the idea of, you know, working and trying to improve your character. How old are you? I am turning 20 in April, so I am 19 right now. Well, you're still just a baby, but you have you have some wiseness <laughs> to your to your baby years, I think. So it's, it's nice oh, to hear. thank you. Yeah, it's really I, nice I to hear. I credit that to my mother. She is a very wise and um, very loving woman. And, you know, she inspires me so much just through with everything. You know, I actually wanted to point her out mainly because it's like she comes from Korea. She's mm-hmm. straight from Korea. And, you know, when she moved here with my father, when they got married like she had she basically came into a foreign country in her eyes mm-hmm. and when my father passed away um she basically had to learn everything by herself also raising two daughters um in probably a very expensive place in the world mm-hmm. and um she figured it out i don't know how she did it like mm-hmm. i'm you know i I give her so much credit and, you know, she handled it very well, very simple, very well. And um, she also is my number one supporter with literally everything in life Um, and also majority with surfing too. She doesn't even know how to surf, but yet she offers the wisest wisdom uh, when it comes to being in the community and when it comes to competing, like she, you know, she always reminds me to be patient Hmm. and to keep loving people and to keep loving God and to just do your best, you know? And she says, that's all that matters. I love it. I think that's great. So you have a, a, a a faith, a spiritual faith. She's given. I definitely feel like nowadays, I feel like the churches nowadays have been very Westernized. Hmm. Um, in some aspects but Mm -hmm. I mean every church and all that is different but I definitely feel like for me it's relationship over religion Mm -hmm. um like I just know for myself like you know I'm I feel like everyone is on this earth to spread love to people and to teach people Mm -hmm. you know and you know that's just what I want to stick to and I want to continue to learn you know and my mom says we're gonna keep learning until we die you know like 
she's she's turning 60 and she's still learning about life mm. and um yeah that's just something i feel about and um i feel like i well actually i was raised into going to church um in Kaneohe called anchor and um you know i haven't stopped going i enjoy listening what um the preacher has to preach about and you know the community is always so welcoming and i think that's what that's what um spirituality should be about it's not about like being rude to people or trying to bash on people but instead of accepting them and loving them and being and encouraging them um and yeah i i feel like that's what it should be about definitely i i agree i think for me personally as well i grew up in the church i grew up going to church my parents were part of church i don't go to church as an adult i've i've been turned away by church just because it's become more of like a man-made religion as opposed to a a spiritual relationship between me and my God. So I agree fully 100% on that. That's kept me away from going to church. I remember there's a a Christian singer that I grew up listening to that my parents would um, listen to. His name was Keith Green. And he had this phrase that he said in one part of his songs. And it was, you know, going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than going to McDonald's makes you a hamburger. (laughs) <laughs> I always thought that was I mean, the greatest, yeah. you know, so that you, can, you like, can go to I church, mean, you can go to these things, but if you don't really have a spiritual like relationship with your, with your God, your Jesus, um, then, you know, perhaps it's got some work to be done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I um, mean, I don't know. It's like, you really have to check the heart. Mm-hmm. that's I think that's priority my mom is always like any anything I get into my mom was like you gotta check yourself first <laughs> you know and I'm like okay mm-hmm. I, I hear you mm-hmm. I hear you mama mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> your mom sounds like a really neat lady she is awesome oh my gosh she's so funny she's so, just the simple lady like oh I love my, her so much my mom has there's a phrase that I I use a lot and it's like I mean, obviously our moms give us all sorts of advice and they have all sorts of sayings and things that they, they share and they give us, give us and pass down to us. One, the one, this one phrase that my mom always has said, and I really think it's true is, um, nothing ever changes if nothing ever changes. And it's a good one. I was curious because your mom sounds like the same kind of mama who's just got all these adages and, and words of wisdom. What would be kind of like, what, what, what's, what's your mama phrase? Hmm. You know, there's so much. She's just a very like not wild. I don't even know how to she's just a very smart lady, like in general, but you know, I feel like my mom is just literally a replication of love. Mm. You know, I don't gosh, there's no words that could explain my mother. Um, but she's always taught me to always love people first Mm -hmm. and love yourself you know take care of yourself and love people and she has told me that love is you know love is love is patient and Mm -hmm. love is kind it does not envy um, it is not angry Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and that's just the one thing that has always stuck in my mind when she is teaching me um, you know her wisdom and everything is to always you know base your foundation of love That's really good. And I think that's a really poignant 
statement in in the times today. You know? Yes, for sure. I think it's a good thing to maybe just kind of end it on that. I think love, everybody, you know, all the world needs is love. All we need is love. Yes, that's <laughs> so true. And I think that stems into loving themselves because one quote I've also read that stuck with me for a very long time is like, if you truly love yourself, like you couldn't hurt another person, mm-hmm. you know? And um, yeah, I just feel like, that that's that 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 was huge you know if someone's regardless like trying to say hurtful things to you or bring you down or um make you feel any less you know that's basically because that person doesn't feel love within themselves right you know they feel like they need to bring others down to make themselves feel better right and i think that's basically common sense you know you know so yeah I couldn't agree more. I think you're you're spot on. I think your mother's got some really great words of advice, and she's done a, a wonderful job with you thus far. Oh, and, thank you. You know, I think it's it's just neat everything that you have to say and that you have going. I wish you the best of luck. I hope um, I hope the these restrictions don't last too much longer, so that you can proceed with your you know your travel plans and competition plans and whatnot and you know, best of luck also in school and everything. So thank you again, though. For, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for spending a little bit of time with me just to chat. And um, yeah, hopefully we'll run into each other soon. Oh, I'm so glad I got the opportunity to. Of course. And also, she also told me, always pray. Mm. Doesn't matter. She says, if you're happy, you pray. If you feel sad, you pray. If you're overly happy and you're feeling joyful, you still pray. And you still say thank you. You know, mm-hmm. what's your mom's name? Being humble. Her name is Chung. Chung, oh, that's neat. Auntie Chung. I love it. She sounds <laughs> cool. Hopefully, I get to meet her one day. Oh, I hope so too. Yeah, she's. Oh man, I want her. To, you know, one of my main goals is I definitely want to take like, if I when I start competing more, like, and when I have the finances more, I definitely want to be able to take my mother along with me. Oh, I'm sure. That would probably be the best. That's one big goal. I don't want her being stuck on the island, you know. But, I mean, with the coronavirus, I mean, I think it's kind of – I mean, there's some benefits to it. I mean, the lineup has been more empty. <laughs> right. So, I, I mean, that's kind of terrible to – it's, it's terrible to say, <laughs> but it's been, it's been nice. You know, I, re- I truly wish everyone the best of luck with their health. Absolutely. You know, I think 100%. It. Um, but, I, I mean – like town's been kind of empty and i've been kind of really stoked on that i know the traffic's been great it's it's, i'm not trying to celebrate but kind of am sorry not sorry (laughs) well alicia thank you so much for spending the time i hope you have a great wonderful rest of the day maybe have a chance to get in the water or whatnot and um, thank you hopefully we'll chat soon you t- I hope you have a wonderful day as well. Thank you so much for this opportunity. You're very welcome, Alicia. It's good talking to you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you. Have You're a welcome. good one. You too. Bye, hon. Okay. Bye-bye. Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That wraps up that episode with Alicia Kelly. I was really impressed with just the different things that she had to share and say. She's a very sweet girl and definitely has a big loving heart. It was quite endearing to listen her 
talk about her mother and just the love that she has and the respect that she has and in turn to kind of sense the um the good job that she's you know her mom has done with her and I think that that's taken her great places in life and she's got a good head on her shoulders and it sounds like she has got a good future ahead of her. If you want to give Alicia a follow on Instagram, you can do so by checking out her handle, which is A-L-I-C-I-I-A-K-E-L-L-E-Y. And you want to check Alicia out for sure. Give her a follow. And then make sure you check back with us next time. If you're not already, be sure that you're subscribed to our podcast, whether it be on Apple Music or Spotify or any of the other podcast channels. Uh, you want to make sure that you're getting of our latest episodes because you never know the next episode could be your favorite lady slider so thanks again for joining me i wish you all health happiness and safety in this current state of the world thank you so much <laughs>